92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, You Everybody have Friday. Uh, it's my uh, last day up here. I'm headed back down to the studio on Monday, and uh, I'll be in the studio. Interesting day today because Gabe is off getting hitched uh, right here during uh, football season. That's exciting. Uh, I'm, I don't know if I was more excited about the fact that he's so he's got his Jeffrey. He had his at his groom's like cake or table or whatever. He's going to have his football helmet or a football helmet, so that's good. But then they also have an, uh, a, a cheesesteak egg rolls at Respect. the reception. That sounds delicious, doesn't it? Absolutely. And, and an often, offensive lineman's dream uh, as well. Anyway, today on the you show— You can make cheesesteaks more portable? Yes! <laughs> now they're self-contained. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we got Jason Smith on the next segment, Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. And then some of you know this, but every fall I bring 10 crisp $100 bills in, uh, and I put them in Jeffrey's hand and I tell him to go forth and invest. And I'm here to tell you better than the S and P 500 the last couple of weeks. And so that's good. I think last week was a 500. I tried to keep score myself. Was last hundred, was last week a 500 effort, eight, seven and one. Still a winning Eight, week, seven and one. So uh, we're we're climbing. We're out trying of to hole. officially start a winning streak. Not at a uh, not in a uh, not at a rapid fire basis. But listen, we're heading in the right direction, and uh, that's what matters. Big week of college football. We'll do Jeffrey's bets uh, after that. Last night, uh, it was it was good. If you uh, it was good if you're from Detroit. Uh, it was not good if you're from the rest of America. Uh, I guess is how I would uh, how I would symbolize it. U.S. teams, and I don't know, maybe we're, we've grown soft as a country. But you take the U.S. basketball team out of the, the 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 World Cup team, you take it out of the country, have them play late at night over in some distant land. What happens? Get their they ass. They lose. They lose. With all due respect, they become losers. Yes. Right? Like that is that is what happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, American golfers, maybe even softer than U.S. basketball players, you take them uh, to a distant land late at night, and what happens, Jeffrey? They're losing, and in spectacular fashion. And in spectacular fashion. Un- un- unprecedented, almost. Unprecedented fashion. Did you wake up? You did, didn't you? You were up anyway. You've got a baby. Well, tell me, can I no, I, I, I really didn't. I had... I haven't had good vibes about this. This is, A, we haven't won on European soil since 1993. So we're already, like, fighting a battle. Right. And Back also, then, Tom Kite won a match in, in the last time we won on And US Raymond Sports. Floyd. And Raymond Floyd. Correct. And they're, like, 76 and 81 or something like that. Is yeah, and that God's watching. Around. Ray Floyd is a dead or alive. I'm pretty sure he's still alive because I don't remember, like, tributes no, no, to him. No, no, he's alive. He's yep. alive. I read it earlier this okay. week. But he and I wasn't Holt. sure. Oh. This game becomes less fun, by the way, as you get to be more closer to my age. Like, mm-hmm. the dead or alive game, a lot of fun while you're, you know, 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, less fun when you're 62. Anyway, uh, is still alive. Haven't won on on uh, European soil since when? Nineteen ninety three. 
1993, and... Uh, there are literally 30-year-olds that have never been alive to see us win. So what What exact... So you didn't watch? No. I got up this morning, I checked in, and I, I was like, well, that went about like I expected. It went worse than I expected. Like, I thought we would get beat, but this this was a disaster. So once you saw the the results, yeah. did you dive into what it went wrong? Yeah, I mean, literally. Give us, a, give us a nutshell. What went wrong? What went wrong is it took us 60 holes of golf to get a lead. I mean, there's. Who was bad besides everybody? I mean, at this point. Is you there can, a goat so far? Do we have, can we, can we, let's what we do in America. Like, let's, who, who on, can we scapegoat? Who can I we mean, scapegoat? The, the guys that, the guys that shouldn't have been on the team are the guys that are holding the team down. Ricky Fowler sucks. Like, I don't understand why. Just because he's friends with all these guys, like, he shouldn't be playing. Sam Burns, he's only on the team because he's Scotty Scheffler's best friend. He sucks. He shouldn't be on the team. And then Cantlay and Shoffley are the two biggest pampered, spoiled brats of all time, and I cannot stand them. I want – just get them to live and get them out of here. They want to be there anyway. Get them out of here. Is anyone playing admirably? Spieth and JT are kind of like trying to mount a charge. Uh, Wyndham Clark has actually been really good. Like he's like hitting golf shots that are impressive. I mean, the problem is they set this golf course up to where you, it's not PGA Tour golf. It's not just hit your driver as far as you can and then wedge it up there. Like you have to hit golf shots, and we're just not good at that. They're not good at that anymore, sadly. Sadly. Uh, but other than that, it's going great. Tough, tough, tough for America. But it also sets up for a much less entertaining weekend then, you know? Right. Well, yeah, it's, but now we can focus up on the London game. Now we can focus up on the London game, precisely. We can also focus up on the other thing that happened last night, which was your Jared Goff campaign mm-hmm. is going splendidly. Earlier in the se- earlier before the year began, Jeffrey announced that Jared Goff was the second-best quarterback in the NFC. And I was wrong. Now, and he was wrong because he's elevated him to the best quarterback in the NFC. The rampaging Lions beat the Packers last night, thirty-four to twenty, in a game that must have. It wasn't even that Al close. Michaels, no, no, Al Michaels. The first half is just like, what in the world? Last time we saw Al Michaels complaining about the games, and here it's twenty-seven-three at the half. The yardage disparity. It was practically Ryder Cupian. Uh, 284 to 21. 20, the Packers, the proud Packers, had 21 yards at the half. That's fewer than the Jets, the woeful, pathetic, laugh out loud, become a punchline Jets, have had in any half this season. The Packers had fewer, 21 yards. Jared Duff didn't have to be spectacular, honestly, and he wasn't spectacular. He was good. He was efficient. He was 19 to 28 for 210 yards. Touchdown and a pick. Jordan Love loves to spot you a lead. That's what he yeah, loves, he does. evidently. He loves to spot you a lead. The uh, Last week, it was down 17 to New Orleans. They came back to win. Can't try that with the Lions, though. Can't do that with the Lions. And can't make it a 27-3 lead. Uh, they did. They got it to 10 and, uh, and could have kept it within two scores except for that bizarre late penalty. It was a penalty. It was just called roughly two hours after it was committed during the commercial break. By, by New York. <laughs> by New York, very clearly. Uh, Quay Walker for, for uh, unsportsmanlike conduct with the way he tried to, to block a field goal. The field goal would have made him, you know, would have made it. They got it down to 27-17, so it would have been 30-17, still two-score game. Uh, but New York said, yeah, no, 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 that's illegal. And so they came back, scored a touchdown, put the game out of reach. Riley Patterson uh, flying the flag for the University of Memphis, field goals of 33 and 37 yards. Uh, did that game say more about Detroit or more about Green Bay? I think it said more about Detroit. I mean, Green Bay obviously didn't play well, but at one point, my boy golf Jones was... didn't touch the ball till it was 24 to three. Yeah. Jordan Love started one of seven. I don't know what it is there, but it's pathetic. But I think it's impressive by Detroit. I'm with you. I mean, offensive line is tremendous. How many times David do you Montgomery, see? It, how many times do you see an NFL team 
run for 200 and throw for 200. Like, that was like Urban Meyer. Remember, he's like, that's what I want from my teams. And everyone's like, yeah, that happens like once a decade. Right. And they did. David Montgomery, uh, who had never uh, who had never beaten the pack with the Bears, uh, realizes that's a that's a crappy place to try to beat the pack from. Let's go to the Lions. 121 yards, three touchdowns uh, after missing last game with injury. Uh, and so here we go. Lions going to win that division? I think at this point you have to say yes. I mean, they, it's certainly they, not going to be the Vikings. It's certainly not going to be the Bears. And, and, and you just be the Packers. you just broke serve. You you won you at Lambeau. Serve. Yeah. Um, so that happened last night. Also last night, U.S. Uh, I mean, the University of Memphis women's soccer program rolls on. They defeated SMU two to one. Maya Jones scored both goals. I would read uh, John Varlis's piece and the Daily Memphian about it. Highly entertaining piece about uh, maybe the best team in the city of Memphis. So that happened last night as well. We do. Uh, now that we don't have to worry about the Rowdy Cup, we have a full weekend of sports, <laughs> of football to look forward to. I want to start this way, Jeffrey. I have both some college questions and some NFL questions. My college questions: This. Who needs of these teams? Who needs the win more? Okay. Tennessee beating South Carolina, Ole Miss beating LSU, Memphis prevailing right there at the Liberty Bowl over, over Boise State, or Arkansas beating a and I'm not including Mississippi State and Alabama because I don't think they're going to win that game. But the other games are kind of Mississippi State-South Carolina game last week would have been in this list. Right, but this one, this one the other games are kind of similar. They're yes, like, I totally if, agree. These are all programs that had some reasonable expectations. Maybe Arkansas less, but like Tennessee kind of has to beat South Carolina. Memphis kind of has to beat Boise State. Maybe it's too much to ask, but after, like, what has Lane done in terms of big victories, right? No, I mean, that's become, that's the, that's the, that's the talking point that is really like, uh, ramping up, taking cold, right? And so, so then you just lose to Alabama. They got LSU at home. They kind of have to beat LSU again. A little bit harder to ask than the other two. And then Arkansas, like whatever, he was once the darling of the country two years ago, and uh, A&M's lost their quarterback. I think these games are all similar. Actually, actually, there's two ways to ask this question: Who needs it the most? And also. For who, for what team would be a loss would be most devastating. That's sort of the flip side. Who really like? Oh man, this is starting to. This is this is. Well, I think there's also a third way to think about it. I think it's like what teams need this the most, and then what coaches need this. Coaches the most. need it the most. Well, let's okay. Well, let's say uh, let let's 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 take your question. What coaches? Because that is a different question. Yep. Because in order for that question to matter, like Josh Heupel does not need this exactly. at all. And right? really, and like, yeah, people are up, like getting frustrated with Lane, but like, what are they going to do? Like Lane, they're not yeah. firing him. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I don't know they're firing Ryan Silverfield either. If that's the standard, like you know, I uh, I think there's a better chance of Ryan Silverfield losing his job than Lane losing his job. And that doesn't mean that I, I think, think like that Ole Miss is going to wind up having a great record. Right. I, I, I think I think those two are very similar in that I don't think either one is gonna lose their job. I think people will start to be disgusted, you know. Yeah. But more more disgusted with Ryan because they're already disgusted with Ryan. People will but right. there it's will the be starting point. With, it's the starting point for Lane. It's a, a well along the road for uh Well, I guess really really the starting point for Lane was the Auburn flirtation last year. Like, that really rubbed fans the wrong way. I guess the answer to what coach needs it the most, weirdly enough, is Sam Pittman. I, that's exactly who I was. It's either Sam because or Ryan. They have in my the opinion. money to get rid of him. Like they, well, and, they act, and he's, yeah. you know, they already had, they already started getting frustrated with him last year. And this year, you know, you lose to BYU at home, you can't get the LSU win. Like, it's starting, they're starting to get frustrated. And they are starting, to be clear, they have started to get frustrated at Memphis 
they just aren't going to buy him out, right? Like they don't have right. the money they, to do as anything. You, as you point out, the key so difference is the amount of money. There, there's so those two need it most. <clears throat> Ryan and Sam Pittman need it the most, but because Arkansas is richer than Memphis, Sam Pittman needs it most of all. Now, and, okay. and there's now, a there's a growing feeling amongst <clears throat> Arkansas money people that they have like they're doing, they are doing, you know, they're competitive. Part. They're competitive in NIL. And, right. and they're not getting the results. Okay. Now let's rephrase it a little bit. Um, for what fan base would it be most deflating to lose this game? Tennessee, Ole Miss, Memphis, or Arkansas? I think if you're Tennessee and you lose to South Carolina as, a 12, point, as a 12 point favorite, and you already, you know, Yes, Hinden Hooker got beat or got hurt you lost last him week last year, but you they were on the path to losing before he got hurt. Right, and you thought you'd turn the corner and yeah. become a power program, and you lose to South Carolina two years in a row. Yeah, like that becomes because there are, it has the highest expectations. I think therefore it would also be the most deflating. But South Carolina has the better quarterback. Uh, more on them in a minute. Okay, more more on them in a minute. Um, Ole Miss LSU. You think it's just unhappiness there? It's not like it's frustration. It, 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 it's the when you're when you're cute on Twitter and you're winning, everybody loves it. But when you when you're not winning and and you're still make $9 on Twitter, million dollars and you're cute on Twitter and you're not beating anyone of consequence, it makes it makes it very easy to just say, well, why don't you go tweet about it? <sighs> But there's no – honestly, I think in that way, the Memphis and Ole, the, the, the Memphis and Ole Miss situations are somewhat similar. Yes. In that I don't think anything's going to happen. Like these, these – well, except, of course, Memphis is favored. Memphis is supposed to win this game, right? Right. But I don't think anything happens to either of these coaches if they lose it. No, right? I will say, though, with, with Ole Miss – like. If you look at Memphis's schedule after Tulane, they're going to get wins. They they just are right. They're, they're going to get they're 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 a decent team and they're going to and they're and they have a soft schedule. They're going to get wins when you when you do what Lane does to build a roster, which is largely portal, 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 portal. You don't really have a big culture. Like you you're kind of getting mercenaries. And what I think is going to be interesting to watch in this era is teams when they when they lose when they can't play for the West anymore, when they can't, you know, the goals that they had, can you keep them together? And that's going to be a very fascinating thing to watch at Ole Miss if they lose. In terms of happiness created by a victory, Tennessee, Ole Miss, Memphis, and Arkansas, there the level of joy would be, I I would rank number one Ole Miss, right? Yes, because it's a game that the fan, like it it is like, yeah. Desperately, much more than Memphis fans care about Boise, right? It's For sure. Just, you know, I mean, it, it, or Tennessee fans care about South Carolina, or Arkansas fans care about A and M. Honestly, I think the second might be Arkansas and A and M. I think the second is A and M. Yeah, that would be very joyous for Arkansas fans. Um, all right. Well, it's a it is a fascinating weekend uh, for that reason. I just sort of was going through the local schedule and I realized, oh, all these games are the same. Yeah, you know, in, in 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 different the theme, ways. The theme, but the themes are largely the same. The themes are largely the same. By the way, uh, uh, Gabe asks me uh, fairly persistently about Seth Hennigan. Mm-hmm. And Seth Hennigan had two picks each of the last two games. He hasn't been great. Let's be honest, right? He hasn't been great. I don't think he's been the reason that they've been losing, but as the way I phrased it was, I expected Seth Hennigan in year three to not just be not the reason they're losing games, but to be the reason they're winning games. Like that's what he should be in year three. He should be the reason they're winning games. And he has not been the reason they're winning games. Um, Boise state has a particularly porous, Pass defense. They Their are secondary is god awful. God awful. They're, they've given up 294 passing yards a game. I mean, they let San Diego is, State throw on them. Jeff, like San Diego which, State doesn't even want to throw the ball. Which is 124th of 133. So, are we looking for a breakout game from Seth this weekend? Is that what you expect? Well, that, that better happen, right? 
I think it need, if you're going to win the game, I think that's how they're going to do it. Like, Boise's pretty good against the run. Memphis isn't very good running Boise the football. Boise runs the ball. Boise also runs the ball. Yes. Yeah. And, like, if you're going to – I think the problem with Seth at this point is, to your point, he hasn't been bad. The problem is he looks almost the exact same as he did as a freshman. And when he was a true freshman, you're like, oh, okay. Right. Like, this, like this is promising. And there just hasn't really been development. He also had Calvin Austin throw too. Yeah, you know, and 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 as much as okay, so a running back has emerged. You know, maybe you know it seems feels like yeah. Blake Watson has emerged no, Blake, as a running Blake back. Watson should like be your be, Blake playmaker. Watson should be your work your workhorse. It, it feels like some play, some some players have emerged on defense. In terms of outside, like Rock Taylor's been good, but beyond that, it doesn't feel like they've gotten a lot of impact players at least so far from the transfer portal. So we'll, we shall I do see. think though they're better than they were last year at like as pl- on the outside. Of course, they're missing a tight end. Yes. The tight end that they had last. Um, all right. Uh, moving on before we get in Jason Smith coming up next, then Chris Harrington and, uh, and then we'll do Jeffrey's bets. The NFL, obviously the big game. And, you know, sometimes I feel self-conscious talking about my beloved bills it's so clearly the biggest game of this weekend um, that I that I do not. I have great trepidation about it because I think the Finns are preposterously explosive, and not even just in the passing game. It was the running game uh, last week that was so freaking electric. And while the Bills are second in the league in defense, they lead the league in QB pressure. Pressure percentage, that's 50.6%. They lead in sacks per drop back, that's 13.3%. Uh, they lead the league in takeaways, et cetera. They're giving up 5.9 yards per rush. And I think, I don't know. Like, I'll be interested to see how this goes. Like, is the Dolphins, have they benefited from a somewhat soft schedule? You know, what, what happens now? Well, like, if you, t- if you take it, okay, the Chargers obviously – their defense is terrible. terrible. So you you can kind of you you can at least accept that. The Patriots the Patriots took an approach that we haven't really seen many teams do, which was basically they just dared them to run the football and they said we'll get you in the red zone. And you know, like that's the only reason they were held under 30 points is just kind of the the style of right. play. And then the Dolphins last week, like that just looked like a team that had quit. Right. Well, we'll see. Again, Bills have won 11 of 13 against the Dolphins since Sean McDermott showed up. Obviously, it's a very different Dolphins team. Josh Allen <clears throat> has 11 straight games uh, of two or more touchdowns against the Dolphins. That's the most of any quarterback against any opponent in the league right now. He is 9-2 and two against the Dolphins. He's got 20 passing touchdowns uh, and four rushing touchdowns against seven picks. <clears throat> so it's a great matchup. But what the other thing that intrigues me, Jeffrey, is the just future matchup matchups we have in the NFL. Oh yeah, no, we got week. some, we got some like anxiety oh, we, bowls. We oh yeah, the, we got like some just wonderfully disastrous matchups. We've got Denver versus Chicago <clears throat> and <clears throat> Minnesota <throat> and Minnesota versus Carolina. Now in the they reek bowls, uh, I think the Minnesota versus Carolina is not as bad and as colorfully bad as Denver versus Chicago. you got to give the prize to Denver versus Chicago. Oh, no, that's right? the gold standard. Because the Vikings, <laughs> while the Vikings are 0-3, their right. three losses are all like basically by one score. No, last, last year they won a million games by yes. one score, and this year this is – when people say that's not sustainable, uh-huh. you aggress to the mean, yes. you look at the Minnesota Vikings this year. That's <laughs> no, exactly no, what No, no, we just have better coaching. We just have better coaching. We're, 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 we're gutty. Yes. We're good in the clutch. No, you happen to string together a bunch no, of the, 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 you, you want a lot of coin flips. You want a lot of coin flips in a row, which can happen. You can exactly. win a lot of coin flips in a row. It can happen. Um, so they're not bad. Carolina's bad, um, it turns out. Well, and Carolina's um, going back to Bryce, and Bryce right. is going to struggle. He's been overwhelmed. He's, yes. been, he's looked overwhelmed. So anyway, but Denver versus Chicago is fantastic. Like that, Denver has to win that game, right? Chicago. Oh yes, because if Denver doesn't win that game, you're starting to like. Are they going to bench Russell Wilson? Like, is that is he going to be the scapegoat? Because Russ really hasn't been the problem this year. He hasn't been good, but he hasn't been the problem. 
It's kind of like the Seth Hennigan thing. And yet it feels like Sean Payton is blaming him all the time. Yes. So if you're, if you're asking me who is the first quarterback who's going to get benched, um, it could very well be it could very well be Russell Wilson. Um, I think that's played, I think that's entirely. I mean, I took note of from a when they were down seventy to twenty or whatever they were last week to the Dolphins. He played like every snap. Yes, he did. Yes, he that did. That was unbelievable. He was, he was hanging him out there. That's exactly right. Uh, so Denver's got to win that game. Chicago again. We'll talk to Jason here in a minute, but. Chicago should be in a position where they're uh, Chicago fans at this point should certainly be rooting for the bottom to fall out. Like, go get your quarterback in the draft. It turns out you do not have them. Um, so those are great. In terms of intriguing games beyond uh, beyond the Buffalo-Miami game, I'd say two stick out to me. Those are Baltimore, Cleveland, and New England, Dallas. Do those intrigue you? Uh, both are intriguing, but Jeff, you're leaving out the battle of the number one picks, the Heisman trophies. Baker versus Jameis. <laughs> I, I do see Baker versus Jameis here. I think it maybe has a little less luster than one would have imagined when they were each uh, picked number one. There, there are two. There actually are two other games that I'm interested in, in the sense of, okay, these teams are pluckier than we thought. These teams are pluckier than we thought coming into the league. Are they actually good? One is Houston versus Pittsburgh. Uh, CJ Stroud's been good. Yes. Uh, and Pittsburgh hasn't. Like, I don't, I, I, I you know, it, and, and then the other one is Arizona, San Francisco. Houston and Arizona have both been pluckier than one would have imagined before the year began. Now they have uh, tests. Obviously, the test for Arizona is much bigger and maybe unfair. Correct. Uh, and to judge this is on the road that, too. They're, they're playing San Francisco on the road, but those are, that's interesting from that perspective. Uh, Cincinnati, you know, and I, I guess I guess Joe could gut his way to a mediocre performance and still beat the Titans, right? Another I mean, the, one. The way could, you, the way you get the Titans is you you throw it on them, like. If you try to run it on them, it doesn't work very well. So, I mean, I don't you just think Cincinnati's, as long as they're going to keep trotting Joe out there, aren't they just interesting to see if, like, can this work? Can this work, or is it painful? Like, is he going to, is something bad going to happen? Yeah. You know, it's not just can this work. To me, it's, and is there a sense that he is getting better, or is this physically, or is this what we're, we're going to see? He is using the line, as long as there are no setbacks, it's going to get better every week. Now, I kind of tend to believe that that's like what so athletes do. So we tune like, in to see what that looks like, yeah. what the progress looks like, essentially. Yes. And I tend to believe that that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what an athlete will tell them, will tell themselves. Because, I don't know, like, it, it, I, it was, it was very painful on Monday night. And like, I... I like he, he he can't put any pressure on it. He can't push off of it. His like the ball has no zip coming out. Like I, I don't know. I'm curious to know if it looks any different than it did Monday. So better week in the NFL or better week in college football? Obviously the other college football game that we have not mentioned, or at least a prominent game we've not mentioned, is Colorado USC, which I expect Which to be I don't know, Jeff, if you've heard the Fox if you've heard the Fox promos for the game biggest game of the year last night i heard that one <laughs> a game that has a 22 point spread biggest game of the year game of the year well i mean we got these two weird games we got that game which is at least uh, it's about what's happening on the field and then we got if you're if i'm asking which is more interesting and then we got the taylor swift game sunday night she's coming to save so sunday have, night football we're gonna save gonna save Sunday Night Football for us. So we have so better week of college games or better week of pro games. I if, think, you this, if you could only watch three games across, yeah, both that, that's kind of how I was trying to think about it. So obviously the headliner, no question, this game should have gotten moved to Sunday Night Football is Dolphins Bills. Like I am as fired up bigger for than that. any game, college or pro, is Dolphins. I, I'm as fired up for that game as I've been for any game so far, like including Ohio State, Notre Dame, which I was super fired up for, Alabama, Texas. Like I'm even, I'm dismissing like the results and and like kind of how the game. I'm just talking about 
my anticipation, this is the this is the game that I'm anticipating the most so far this year. Okay. Then that's one. Then you you want to watch Ole Miss LSU, don't you? I do, just because I'm telling, like, I'm very fascinated by how, like, can Kiffin get a can Kiffin get a team off the map or off the mat? I I'm Matt. very I'm very. He can get a team on the mat. On right. the map. He can definitely get a team on the map. Correct. Can he get a team off the mat? Correct. I'm very curious about that. And also, like, if LSU is going to be this team that reinserts itself into the national title picture, like let's they sh- see. They should beat Ole Miss. Like, I, th- I think that's fascinating. And Tennessee, South Carolina is interesting. I, I, I think it's a pretty, I, except for the Bills, like, Dolphins game, I think it's a pretty modest pro football slate. Pat's Cowboys um, is interesting, though, for kind of the same reasons that we're talking about. Like, if the Patriots get back to 2-2 two and two, and then you have wins, you know, you beat the Cowboys. If the, if the well, Patriots beat the Cowboys. It's also interesting from the Dallas perspective. Yes. Got, okay, last week was a dud. Correct. What happens if it happens again? you got Dak going up against Bill Belichick. Dak with a horrible pick last week. Yep. And now he's got Belichick. You, if if they lose this game, it's same old Cowboys. Like Correct. Then, then That's why I think both of these things are the fascinating. Cowboys. No, and then Baltimore, Cleveland. I think Cleveland could very well win that division. Like that defense is murderous, murderous. Um, I mean, I, but, I I I tend to agree with you because I just don't know if Burrow's going to stay healthy. The Ravens are already like a month into the season. They're already just so right. remarkably banged up. And you can and make. Sean was decent last week. Yeah, he was. He was. I mean, now I do also think that's like that's kind of what I was talking about with with Burrow and the Titans. Like every quarterback this year's had his best game throwing against the Titans. All right, all right we'll uh, we'll talk to Jason about all this. And again, we've got Chris Harrington straight up at ten o'clock. Jeff, and then the, the Jeff Reed, team U S is trying to mount a comeback to make it at okay. least respectable. They're and? they lead in two matches. They're down in one, and a and a third is the third match is tied. So they really, if they could go three and one in this session, you could salvage the day. All right, go USA, USA, yeah. USA, USA. Uh, right now, over at FanDuel, America's number one sports book, uh, new customers get two hundred dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when they place a five dollar. Bet. It's FanDuel. It's number America's number one sports book for a reason. It's safe. It's secure. Heck, it's the official betting partner of the NFL. All you got to do, head over to FanDuel, FanDuel.com slash Calkins. That's the promo code, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, C-A-L-K-I-N-S. Place a $5 bet, and you will have $200 in bonus bets appearing magically, like magic, in your account. Must be 21 or older in present Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Jason Smith joins us next. It is Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Bob Kessling of the Ball Network. Be here each Saturday for all the exciting action of Tennessee football. 92.9 FM, ESPN, Memphis's sports station. Tennessee takes on South Carolina Saturday at Neyland Stadium. Tennessee, South Carolina on Saturday. SEC action with a 4.30 pregame kickoff at 6.30. The SEC on 92.9. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide or experiencing a mental health or substance use crisis, 988 provides 24-7 compassionate support and connection to train counselors. When you call, text, or chat 988, you'll be quickly connected to trained counselors who will listen to your concerns, provide support, and connect you to additional resources if needed. There is hope. The lifeline works. You are not alone. For 24-7 support, just call, text, or chat 988. Hello, I'm Greg Figueroa. And I'm David Figueroa. Over 30 years ago, my brother Greg and I set out on a mission to offer the world a better hot sauce. That's right, David. We made Melinda's thicker, hotter, and better than ordinary hot sauces. 
And now we have 32 exciting and delicious sauces that hot sauce fans are obsessed with, like our ghost pepper sauce, our Thai sweet chili, and our best-selling black truffle hot sauce. Melinda's also has five spicy ketchups made with real sugar and no added junk like high fructose corn syrup. People ask David and I, what makes Melinda so good? That's easy. We think like chefs do. Instead of burning someone with hot peppers and vinegar, we use fresh plant-based ingredients and the finest chili peppers perfectly blended to set your mouth on flavor. Go to Melinda's.com to find our line of craft condiments at Walmart and other fine retailers. And right now, get a 10-pack of our best-selling sauces with free shipping at Melinda's.com. That's M-E-L-I-N-D-A-S.com. Melinda's.com. Ready to rev up the fun? Southland Casino Hotel and Pepsi Zero Sugar are going all in on excitement with our Zero In on a Win giveaway. All you have to do is play with your lucky North Club card to earn entries. Then on Saturday, October 7th, one lucky winner will ride into the sunset in a new Nissan Frontier. Don't miss your chance to zero in on a win this fall at Southland Casino Hotel. No purchase necessary. Void when prohibited. See Lucky North Club for details. Must be 21 plus. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Nissan is not a sponsor. See SouthlandCasino.com for official rules. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. It's never been easier to join BetMGM's new and improved app where you can use the same account across all states. Sign up using code BUZZER and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. You can also check out the weekly free-to-play game 8-Bit Berry game on the app. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. BetMGM.com for T's and C's. 21 plus to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through November 15th, new customers can get 75 megabit internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network. For just $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract, go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service. Actual speeds vary. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Medi Sadegi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for, and it is a delight to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333, 309-133, located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com. Some people bring joy wherever they go, some whenever they go. Mark Twain found humor all around. Never argue with a fool. Onlookers may not be able to tell the difference. Humor. Pass it on from PassItOn.com. I'm Tony Kornheiser, and this is my show. What, you expecting something different? Whether you're looking for deep, insightful dives into the day's top sports stories, that's why we have guests, right, Nigel? Or simply how to get changed for 100. You'll find it on the Tony Kornheiser Show. From football picks, from the best prognosticators in the business, including a monkey, to real-time baseball playoff analysis, to traffic in an area where you don't live. We got you covered. My friends, come on, and you know them. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Get the one and done you want for your dog's monthly protection. New NexGuard Plus, a Foxalonor, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablet. Protects against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. All in one delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask your vet about new NexGuard Plus chews. 
Yep, I'm looking at the pages right now. Thomas's translation company just lost its only two Spanish speakers. Without the right replacements, he'll be in problemas. Yeah, we'll have those ready. Tonight's going to be a late one. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. My cornerstone is a place to go when disaster strikes. You know the number by now. It's 901-RESPOND. 901-RESPOND. Put it in your phone. Just put it deep in your memory somewhere. So when that moment comes, we'll hope it doesn't, but when you got bursting pipes or a tree fall on your house or smoke damage or mold damage or whatever it is, uh, call Service Master by Cornerstone. They've got a 24-hour phone line. They work with every insurance company. They're locally owned, they're locally operated, but they're the number one service master franchise in the entire country. So when disaster strikes, they can help you on the road to recovery. It is Service Master by Cornerstone, 901 Response. Joined now by Jason Smith, Jason and John, every single day from 11 until 2. Jason joins me now. Jason, how you feel about Bears Broncos? Ooh, um, well, just show them you're the worst, and that's that's what it's about. That's what we've turned it to at this point is be the worst team in the league. That's um, that's what you're rooting you root for. Against you're Bears them fans. now. Do you want them oh, to lose? I, I mean, I didn't need to root against them last year when they. You know, we have not won a game since last October, so it's not it's not a deal where I'm actively <laughs> sitting <happy>. around concerned <laughs> about yeah, concerned about winning because you'd be, I mean, you'd be setting yourself up for disaster just about every weekend. So no, not you know what's what's evident now is that. It's it's uh, these dominoes. It, it's sort of the, the way this has fallen, where the the current GM didn't pick the coach. He was he was named one day before, so it was more of a, a going along a a, a, a a team president that's no longer the team president hired the coach, then brings the GM in. Neither one of these guys picked Justin Fields, and so it's now sort of all coming back around on us. And at some point, you're going to have to clean it out and let the the new GM actually pick his coach, his quarterback. And um, feels like we're headed there. And what you want to be headed there with is, you know, as high a pick in the draft as you can get. Oh, by the way, you've got Carolinas. I mean, there's a way where this shakes out where you and you've got the one and two picks because it's you yeah. and Carolina at the bottom of the league. I mean, I, I really do because I, I don't think Minnesota's one of the worst teams in the league. And then Denver down here, we'll see. It does feel like, you know, Sean wants to kind of can this Russell Wilson thing. So who knows how bad that's going to get for him to get to that point where he can bench Russ. Uh, but I, again, I don't, I don't see them at the bottom, bottom. The Bears and the Bears are clear and far away the worst team in the league. So it should be on cruise control. Uh, to get that number one pick. <laughs> um, all right, some uh, news items that I wanted to run by you. One is the uh, University of Memphis women's soccer team wins again, beating SMU. Maya Jones with two goals. I know uh, your show has shown uh, great regard for the women's soccer team uh, in the past and continuing. Uh, your thoughts on, uh, on what they keep doing over there. It really is kind of remarkable. I think the story of their how they're how they're keeping the success going is the story. Like like Brooks doesn't have a, a, a trunk of nil money to offer and and to use to you know to go beat the the old misses and uh, the the what are supposed to be power five programs. What he's done is uh, developed a Canadian pipeline. There's no question about that. Pretty sure Maya Jones is is a part of that as well and um, used a. Let's be real. There is a much like with Penny, there is a sense of pride with Brooks uh, because it's where he comes from uh, in terms of this is mine, it's my home. There, he pours more into it because it's home for him. And so the combination of of of, of his work ethic, um, what he's done to sort of create, I think this Canadian pipeline that's clearly brought in a ton of talent that's helped that pro. It's that combination of things that he's used to, you know, overcome some some factors. 
uh, uh, that other schools, you know, can't put together this consistent success with because they don't have it. They don't have the NIL. They don't, you know, they don't, they don't have the resources. And so the way he's gone about keeping this, uh, perhaps the, the, the most dominant program on the, uh, on the campus is pretty, pretty amazing, man. He is super resourceful, a super great coach. And just year after year, uh, they keep making a push last year, sweet 16, you know, they've got a shot to go even deeper than that this year. Uh, your co-host has recently tweeted out the story from Inside Edition that Maya Benberry, who dated Travis Kelsey at one point, um, she is. This is her quote on the uh, on the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey romance. The only reason I question the genuineness of the genuineness of the relationship is because he's talking to the media a lot. Maya Benberry is, by the way a life coach, so maybe she knows of what she speaks. What do you make of Maya Benberry's theory that he's talking to the media too much for it to be genuine? It does. It, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a good point. I think the body language point uh, that I've heard made by some, including uh, Trista Crick with us earlier in the week, I've, I've, sort, of, I've sort of monitored that since being turned on to that. Um, and what's your analysis? It, what's the body language? The body language it, it, is it's off. Something's off. Again, I don't. I don't think this qualifies yet as the thirteenth relationship. I'm just not willing to go there. I know she sat beside mom at the game. You know, and when you're meeting mom, usually that's uh, that means significant sign of, of 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 relationship. But I'm not. I'm just. I'm not ready to buy in that this thing is going to go any any longer than a couple of more weeks here. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not buying all the way in that this is real deal in love Holyfield because again, you know, you know, uh, uh, well, let's just see it. Travis likes his women and Taylor likes, likes her men. And Taylor seems to like commitment, uh, eventually at some point before she, she breaks it off and writes a song about you, but it's got to go on a certain amount of time. Whereas Travis seems to like to, to like to, uh, to like to move around a little bit. So, uh, I'm not putting a lot of stock into this is going to be something that goes on long term. And besides the media attention will crush this. Like you, you'll, they'll never be able to have a regular relationship. <laughs> oh. and, the, and back to back to your life, coach. The fact that Travis is speaking to it so much or feeling obligated to do so, I mean, you don't do that if you're, you know, you don't feel any obligation when it's when when you're deeply and, and madly in, in love. So I, I do feel a little bit. This does feel a little bit staged. The more and more uh, we talk about it, the more and more. It goes. Yeah, y'all getting duped. All right, uh, next one, uh, Billy Richmond's official visit. Billy Richmond III's official visit yeah. begins. Uh, uh, one to ten, ten being he's a tiger. Uh, one being, yeah, they, they got no shot. Where are you on this one? I mean, I do think this one's tougher than Curtis Givens III, who it does feel like you know Memphis is in a really, really, really good position to get. Um, you know, I mean, when you got Penny going all the way in, though, you know, and he's done that before, and – uh, he's done it against Cal before. Doesn't I mean, Wiseman, he doesn't Wiseman, lose much. Wiseman he doesn't lose to Cal. Yeah, yeah, Wiseman was one of those. And so with this one, it, it's a it's it's unique because Cal too. You know, when it when it's a when it's the son of a guy who who coached. I mean, I mean, look at look at look at Dewan Wagner and look at DJ. He's got him now, uh, and and I'm sure as a father, you you played for Cal, you probably feel committed almost to send him your son. But it, but I will say this, uh, and and Mom has made it pretty clear on Facebook and in other places. Uh, she is, in terms of decision-making, she's laid it out there. This decision is going to be between uh, Trey and her, okay? And so, so in terms of, you know, uh, her, uh, you know this, 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 this Billy possibly having, and I'm talking about that here, a commitment to Cal that, hey, I play for you. That may have nothing to do with it here because it seems mom's made it pretty clear it's going to be her and, and Trey that, that make this decision. So back to it. I mean, if it's, if it's that, then, you know, if you're Cal, if you're Penny, it's mom and Trey. You're trying to convince this weekend, it sounds like. And so you have, you'd have to think Penny got just as good a shot with mom as Cal does. Again, mom, Cal, Cal, mom didn't play for Cal. Although I will say clearly they've developed a close relationship because all year long last year, Cal's in New Jersey to watch, to watch uh, DJ, to watch Lawani. And, uh, and there's Billy uh, as well up there playing with Wani last year. And so, you know, mom gets that they've got the relationship. But again, I mean, if it's if it's Penny and Cal trying to convince mom, you know, you got to put Penny right there. And so, listen, I I I like their chances uh, in terms of getting him. If you're you're asking me to rate it, I don't know six, seven. I mean, I, I'd give them better than a fifty-fifty chance. 
Okay. Uh, if it's if it's more damaged. likely than not, and 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 mom went out of her way, and I should probably say to say yesterday that this is not just a uh, not just a Kentucky or what well, she said, not just a two horse race. Everyone assuming, of course, she's talking about those two schools. So I, you know, who knows? You could see LSU or something sneak in, but again, I still think uh, Memphis or Kentucky. Mom calling them shots. Um, all right, I asked Jeffrey this question, and it struck me looking at the local uh, slate of college football games. That there's a real similarity, uh, a theme here, which is it's, it's for the team that we sort of have considered one way, shape, or form, a home team, connections to Memphis. They're playing games that feel like are kind of important to them and yet and, and, and also winnable. Like uh, the, the stakes are, you know, they're playing a, a team that they should beat or could beat, and maybe there'll be some negative repercussions if they don't, and that is, Tennessee playing South Carolina, Ole Miss playing LSU after losing Alabama last week, Memphis going hosting Boise State, and Arkansas playing A and M. Those are all winnable, all maybe except for you know very much within the realm of you can win this, and the coaches need them to one extent or another. Um, which game is most important for which coach? Um, what you have five right there? I have them all in front of me. Tennessee, I mean, I, South Carolina. Yeah, I mean that's, that's an easy one. They'll they'll get South Carolina back. That one's at Tennessee. They owe them. There's there's no way. Uh, uh, they're, that Tennessee they're just losing that game. Go walk and kick. Okay, well, Ole Miss well, LSU. Well, they better. They better. Uh, Ole Miss LSU. Ole Miss LSU. Kiffin LSU. Could, How about Lane? Kiffin could, Kiffin could he could use it? Does he need it? No, they're just having fun. He could absolutely. He needs one of these. I think uh, Jeffrey could tell you better that's than I. I can. It's been there's been a you know. Uh, a lot of flash, uh, uh, you know, we need it, substance in terms of winning one of these high-profile games needs to come at some point. Not that, again, that they've got those expectations because they'll just keep giving him the $9 million, million whether he beats them or not. But he could use one of these. Again, I don't feel a pressure for him to do so. Okay, Memphis I, Boise, how do you feel about that one? Memphis I mean, I, I feel like this goes, you've gone from no pressure last week to must win this week. I, I realize it's not a conference game, but in terms of Ryan Silverfield, you know, building some momentum here, getting people back on board. You know, the the 3-0 and start against the teams that you played wasn't going to do it. A win against Missouri might have started, kept that process going if we've talked about it, like trying to get the water up to a boil. Well, right now you, you, you need a win if you're going to get there. Again, I don't think losing both of these gives you much of a push in terms of fans, everything else, excitement going into that two-lane game. So I would tell you that that pressure is right back on you. And I'd say, listen, you, you should beat this Boise State team, who you're better by through the eye test and analytically. This is you, you throw in Memphis's home record, you know, even under Ryan Silverfield, it's been good. You have to win this game. You have to if you're going to uh, convince some people that, that you're the right guy for the job and that, uh, and, and that you're, uh, you know, get some excitement back in this thing. That's where I'm at on that one. What's the, what's then, the other one? And, uh, and the other one's Arkansas A&M. And, 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 well, oh, yeah. they, I, I want to wrap up with a, one last question, and that is this. The reporting is that Giannis did not know about the Dame Lillard trade, partly because he was so close to Drew Holiday. Normally, of course, you ask your star, um, right. you know, do you want to do this? But at least the way it's being reported by Adrian Wojnarowski is uh, that the Bucks thought that was too much to put on Giannis. Like, do you, do, do you tell him – you're trading this guy who he's been close to for someone who he clearly like, that would be a, that'd be a hell of a thing. Like you want to play with Dame, but at the expense of your guy drew. Yeah. So what do you, do you believe that they didn't tell him that he didn't know, or are they covering for him? The fact, you know, giving him cover uh, that he in fact did know. And how would you handle it? If you're Giannis, how would you feel about it? If you're Giannis? I would have told him, and I would cover for him if I'm the franchise. <laughs> I would have told him, and I'm going to cover for him, because what I would have explained to him is that, look, we're in it with you. You've made it clear we've got to do something to get you to sign that extension. Uh, we feel like putting this guy that averaged 32 that you picked first in the uh, the All-Star game, you know darn well is a closer. We feel like bringing him up, but, brother, we can't get it done without getting Drew up out of here. Like, how are you not going to – again, that's, that's real dangerous territory, especially when you're talking about – you know, you you were just in the in the spot where he's willing to you know criticize you publicly. At least say, hey, I, I want to see some things before I'm going to commit again. And so you better be careful with that. Again, the way I'm playing that, you you got to be all in with the honest. As small market as they are, you know, the the chance to win another one, you're not going to do it. 
uh, without him. And so you got to do what he says. And in terms of the way you play this, that's you what you do. You, him, you tell him you're doing it, and, 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 and then you say, we'll and then you the tell world. him, and we'll cover for you. Yes, yes, yes. And so then it doesn't put, you know, then it's 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 the organization that's that's lying right. as opposed to Giannis. You know what I mean? In terms of uh, the way that's concerned. No, I so, like. I think that's honestly. I I think that's, that's, that's what happened. Way to play that. They, yeah. Because you don't do it without telling him. You you just I don't, don't think so. You're already yeah. You're already you know what I'm saying. I mean, he's made it clear that he's willing to publicly criticize you or at least say I'll, I'll leave. And so you don't want to play too you know mess around too much with that. And then you doing it this way right where we're we're going to give you the inside information to let you know because we're we're in partnership with you as the Grizzlies would say we're partners with you in this. I, I think that pulls them closer to you. Then you end up getting his guy, and I would imagine this is all going to lead to him lining his contract up with Danes the rest of the way. I think that's what everybody's wanting. Fascinating. All right, thanks, Jason. Appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Jason uh, and John, every single uh, day from 11 until 2. Jeffrey, are you buying the theory that they told him, but they told him? This is my I, – I, maybe others have come up with this theory, but this was my instant reaction. They had to have told him, but then where's the story that, that he didn't know coming from? And it's the cover, so he didn't look like he sold out his friend Drew Holiday. Yeah, and, I mean, I don't – I don't know. Are there, like, tampering rules? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't I, – I, No, I, you can tell your guy that you were talking about trading for someone. People do that all the time. You want us to acquire so-and-so. You say that all the time, right? That, so, so, but then you just don't. I'm, I'm not talking about tampering. No, I, I, yeah, I, I'm, with, I'm with you. I find it highly unlikely that that we may have been surprised to see that Dame was getting traded to Milwaukee when it was when the news hit. I do not think Giannis was surprised. I guess that's kind of how I look at it. That's what I think. And 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 the story that he didn't have anything to do with it, didn't know, didn't whatever else. That's to cover for him because he didn't want to be the guy who sold out Drew Holiday and sent him packing. What's happening in the Ryder Cup since we last spoke? Uh, Justin Thomas just hit a big par putt to maintain a one-up lead. They're in the lead match. The U.S. leads currently leads in two matches. They are going to lose one match for sure, and another's tied. So. If they can get to three one, I'm I'm willing to at least watch tomorrow, but they got to get to three one. Yeah, because they're down four. They're already down like that would that would make they're it five four. three right. at the end of the yeah. day. Uh, all right, listen. Whatever happens uh, this weekend, either way, you can get yourself to Bounty on Broad and have delicious. You know what? Go to brunch. Brunch is fantastic at Bounty on Broad. Uh, they've got they've got breakfast shots. They got this. The Bloody Marys are absolutely fantastic. Uh, they've got a, a, a oyster omelet that's unbelievable. Uh, it is bounty on broad, and I, I, there are some who roll their eyes at brunch. My view is brunch is one of the great meals of the week because you got all day. <laughs> Excuse to, to you can you can have your bloody mary in the morning or early afternoon. You've got all day. The food is it's 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 a, it's the best of breakfast and the best of lunch and dinner all combined. And Bounty on Broad is this beautiful restaurant. Uh, they've got outside seating as well, but it's a beautiful restaurant. It's an old restored building on Broad Avenue. You walk in, you feel happy as soon as you do. Sit upstairs, sit downstairs. Upstairs, there's a bar uh, where you can sit as well. Uh, you can head on in tonight. You head on in tonight and get the pork belly confit that I talk about so much. Just get yourself a drink and pork belly confit. Split it with a friend. Uh, and uh, and 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 uh, believe me, it is succulent and delicious. Bounty on Broad, 410 is the phone number to make a reservation, or check them out, 2519 Broad Avenue. When we come back, Chris Harrington joins the show, then I will rejoin the show. It is going to be Jeffrey's bets. He is going to make you and me rich. Back in a moment, Jeff Cockett Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. I'm Trista Crick with BetQL. Monday Night Football pits the Seahawks on the road against the Giants with New York in bad need of a win. The good news for Giants fans is they get back Andrew Thomas and Ben Bredesen, two starting offensive linemen, which should give Daniel Jones much more time. His passing yard prop was 229.5. Hit the over because with Saquon hurt, the only way they can win is to throw all day. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books and bet smarter with BetQL. Download the BetMGM app today. 
Wendy's new breakfast two for $3 Biggie bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium hot coffee. Or two savory sausage biscuits. Yeah, whichever you pick, you can't go wrong. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new two for $3 Biggie bundles. Limited time only. U.S. price of participation. Paul Young has some radical ideas. Ideas that are downright dangerous for Memphis. He wants to limit MPD's ability to make routine traffic stops. At a forum last April, Paul Young said he doesn't believe jail is a deterrent to crime. And while juvenile theft and car break-ins have skyrocketed this year, Paul Young told the Commercial Appeal he doesn't see juvenile crime as an issue, saying he's not hearing widespread broad complaints about the young people. If Paul Young can't see the problem, how can he solve the problem? 